KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, hosting an open house to learn about the upcoming classes and seminars, member benefits, and meet the volunteer leadership team. Saturday, March 30th. Registration at extendedstudies.ucsd.edu slash O-L-L-I. During the day, I'm in America, in San Diego. But as soon as I get into my isolation by myself, my mind and everything is Uganda. <laughs> Thinking about my family and on and on and on. That's all I thought about when people are not around me. Close your eyes for a moment and imagine arriving in San Diego for the very first time. It's your first time in the United States. It is night. You are alone having fled political persecution in your homeland. Your family's thousands of miles away, and you haven't seen them in nearly a year. These are but some of the circumstances of Walter Lamb's arrival in San Diego. But we'll let him take it from here and tell us more about... My first day. I arrived around uh, 10 in the evening. I had... Uh, the privilege of uh, being met at the airport by my brother-in-law that uh, took care of me and uh, stayed with him. We talked, I would say, all night, <laughs> catching up and uh, talking about my trip also, things that are going on in Uganda. We discussed all that, and uh, this was a person that I had not seen for over 10 years. So we had a long period to cover. My brother-in-law has three kids, two boys and uh, a girl. And uh, they took me out to Burger King. And that was shocking to me. I had not seen anything like meat put inside bread. <laughs> but uh, in the end, I ended up eating that. And that was my first uh, meal outside the house that same day. When I arrived, I think uh, there were about three Ugandans in San Diego. That was the other thing about my first day in San Diego, was visiting them, talking with them and all that. We got together. One of them was my classmate, and I did not know he was here. He had just moved to San Diego and got a, seat, a job with the city of San Diego. We had dinner at his house. And wonderful. This guy had his own apartment and all that. That was something that... Uh, was admirable for me, living on his own, yeah. When Walter first arrived, he thought he wouldn't be staying for long. He hoped for a change in the leadership in Uganda that would allow him to safely return. Soon, however, it began to sink in that his wait may take longer than he anticipated, and that he may not be able to return for many years, if ever. I came from Uganda and came to this country as a refugee, fled political persecution. I knew if I had stayed in Uganda, I wasn't going to be alive. I was going to be killed. The time that uh, I was still hoping things would go 
good in Uganda, and I go back. But uh, in the end, applied for asylum, got a job, and then move on my own. You know, the most difficult part about settling in San Diego for me was uh, just like what most refugees go through, giving up my profession as an engineer. I thought I could get a job and go into my field and continue practicing and all that. It, it, it was not easy. The other challenging thing that I would say was the overwhelming one was being here without my family. I came on my own. My family was not with me, including the time that uh, I left Uganda was a period of two years before I saw them. The only way we communicated was uh, letters, and uh, letters from here took about a month, then the response another month, and uh, that waiting period, you don't know what is going on, not knowing whether we would even ever get together. That was the most difficult time of my life. So I just kept myself busy and making money. <laughs> Unable to get a job as an engineer, Walter ended up getting work where he could, working three jobs simultaneously to help him get on his feet and save money for his family to come over and join him. My first job in here was a security guard. At that same time, I had other jobs as well that I was doing. Uh, worked as a security guard. In addition to that, worked at a school cafeteria. And then uh, the third job that I did at that time was uh, school bus driving. Another challenging thing that happened, uh, this was in uh, later time, 99, was... Uh, lost of my son. We were working on bringing him here. Uh, he was killed in Uganda for a parent to outlive a child. It's the most painful thing. I don't know anything out there that is more painful than that. Yeah. That was another very, very difficult period of my resettlement here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Were you able to go back to Uganda at that time? No, I could not. And uh, I did not go back. It's about 30 years now. Do you hope to go back? I pray about that every day. I think uh, it was more of uh, during the day I'm in America, in San Diego. But as soon as I get into my isolation by myself, my mind and everything is Uganda. <laughs> Thinking about my family and on and on and on. That's all I thought about when people are not around me. I just thank God that we got reunited, yeah. They arrived in 88, and uh, that was the best day for me. And uh, unfortunately, that day, I could not 
be released from job. <laughs> so my brother-in-law went, picked them up from the airport and brought them at me at my job site. Then they went home. Then uh, at midnight after my security job done, then I went and joined them at home. When my family arrived, my life was transformed completely. I felt I was complete. I also did the same thing, took them to Burger King and uh, was excited, bought them food out there. Guess what? They did not touch at all. It was the, the burger. <laughs> they, <laughs> they looked at it. It was so strange. <laughs> But after a period of time here, that was a place they don't want to pass. <laughs> Anytime I travel, and sometimes probably it irritates my African friends and Ugandans as well, I tell them I'm longing to go back home. And they would be thinking it's Uganda, and I tell them it's San Diego. San Diego is home to me. We've all had first days, be it going to school, moving to a new place, or starting a life a world away. My first day explores stories of those who have come to the San Diego region from elsewhere and now call it home. Thanks for joining us on this, the very first episode of My First Day. To hear more, you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, your favorite podcast app. If you enjoy the show, we'd be thrilled if you gave us a friendly review. It really makes a difference for us. You can also find us online at kpbs.org slash myfirstday. If you have a first day story you'd like to share, we'd love to hear it. You can reach us at 619-363-5032. That's 619-363-5032. I'm Andrew Bracken. Music by Chris Curtis. From the KPBS side, Melanie Drogseth is programming coordinator, Nate John is innovation specialist, Jill Linder is programming manager, and John Decker is director of programming. Support for this program comes from the KPBS Explore Local Content Fund, supporting new ideas and programs for San Diego. Thanks for listening. KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu.